Hello, Ohio State fans. Welcome back to another edition of Outside the Shoe, where we talk about all of the sports that are happening outside of the horseshoe at Ohio State. I'm your host, Meredith Hine, and you can follow me on Twitter at Meredith Hine and the site at LandGrant33. With students on winter break, most Ohio State programs are on hiatus until the new year. However, there is one obvious exception that we are all thinking of, and that's Ohio State football, which is in action in the college football playoff semifinal against Clemson Saturday. While this weekend's playoff matchup is technically happening outside of the shoe in Arizona, we won't spend too much time discussing the game itself because that's not what this show is about. However, we will take a look at some of the other collegiate postseason formats from across NCAA Division I sports. Most would agree that the college football playoff system is a vast improvement over the BCS era, when there could only be two contenders for a title and with the decision coming from a single game. With, at the time, six power conferences, yes, the Big East used to be a football conference not that long ago, that meant that four conference champions would be snubbed a chance to compete for a title. Then throw in wild cards like an undefeated Boise State, or, if we have to bring it up, a decent Notre Dame team, and you suddenly have chaos. The playoff system took away a lot of those pains. A lot, certainly, but not all. If we want to bring quantum physics into the mix, I mentioned in an article last year that the Pauli exclusion principle tells us that two objects cannot occupy the same space at the same time. That's to say that there are too many teams and not enough playoff spots, because there are still five Power 5 conference teams and the same disruption from independents and small conferences we've had before. But now the problem has been more about who is the odd man out, rather than who were the two of many who should be taken into the championship, which is still an improvement as more teams can be included. All that said, football was late to the game when it comes to a tournament or playoff format, as most NCAA sports prescribe to that type of postseason play. NCAA basketball has arguably the best postseason in college athletics. A 68-team field, which includes seemingly every possible top team in the nation, brings in every conference tournament champion from across Division I and forces every team to go through a multi-game gauntlet for a shot at a title. And with each conference hosting its own tournament to determine who gets the automatic bid from said conference, every team really has a chance at the national title. However, what works for basketball likely would never work for football, because football is a very different game, go figure. With the Big 12 finally bringing back its conference championship game, all Power 5 conferences now have an undisputed champ. Sort of. There is no bracket, or, with the exception of the Big 12, round robin to determine the winner. Plus, teams run the risk of playing a previous opponent in the championship, meaning the end result would be a one-on-one record and a split decision over who really is the best team in the conference. Of course, the fact is that football is a much more difficult game, both logistically and physically, to play in a tournament-style format a la March Madness. Games are significantly longer, teams are significantly larger, and the physical toll on the body is significantly greater for players. That being said, there would seem to be little harm in expanding to a 6 or even 18 playoff field and adding one extra week of games to ensure that all conferences are at least represented in the field. After all, it seems unlikely that the best team in the country is from the Pac-12, but how can we really be sure this season? But beyond finding solutions to improve the current college football playoff format, there are some other tournaments, meets, and championship styles which are fun to look at. Broadly, there are two main types of postseason formats which we will call tournaments and meets. Of the 37 Division I sports, roughly half, including lacrosse, field hockey, ice hockey, soccer, volleyball, and even water polo follow a tournament-style postseason format which features brackets of varying sizes and generally single elimination games. 
The specific formats change with some sports like baseball hosting a round robin regional before sending a champ to the next stage of the tournament, but the consistent theme is that two teams square off against one another for the chance to move on to play another team further along in the tournament. Obviously, this format favors team sports, but even men's and women's tennis, whose matches are scored collectively as a team, also follow this format. The other half of Division I sports, including swimming, track and field, wrestling, and rowing, follow a meet-style postseason, in which individual events contribute to an overall team score. The benefit of this format is that it allows for individual chance and individual events to be recognized. Often, teams compete in regional meets for the opportunity to contend on a national stage. As we head into the college football playoff, it's interesting to evaluate how different postseason formats favor different sports and see the excitement that surrounds each of these tournaments. We can draw learnings from some of these other formats, but must remember that what fits one sport is also what makes that championship process special. Now let's move on to some other Ohio State sports. As we mentioned at the top of the show, with most of the students still on winter break, there are not a lot of teams in action this weekend. Men's ice hockey does have a two-game series against Colgate and Columbus tonight and Saturday, and women's basketball is in action at noon tomorrow against Purdue and Columbus. That's what we've got for you on today's edition of Outside the Shoe. Again, I'm Meredith Hine. You can follow me on Twitter at Meredith Hine and the site at Langrand33. Have a safe and happy new year, and we'll see you in 2020. And as always, go Bucks.